Welcome back, everybody, to the Toro Cigar Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Mike Glover, a.k.a. 757 Cigar Mike. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back with uh, this month's Man Show. You're not going to want to miss this one today. Guys, we're talking about cigars, beards, and guns. Man Show time. Ken's alive. <laughs> wow. In a world desperate to separate us by our differences, there's still a place where you can go where all are welcome. The Cigar Lounge. Welcome to the Toro Cigar Lounge Podcast. We're starting off like that. We're huh? starting off like oh, that. Okay. No. <laughs> and we're back. Yes. <laughs> welcome back, everybody. I'm 757 Cigar Mike. Today, I am smoking a Big Sky Cigar Cryptid, one of my all-time faves. Man, that is an awesome cigar. Not surprised that's what you're smoking. Jake, what are you into today? The uh, Viva La Vida Jester. Beautiful. I stick. love this cigar. Beautiful. Perfect size. Great all around. Love the company. Love this cigar. Scotty? Oh, wait, my microphone is way over here, and since I speak so quiet, um, <clears throat> I'm making my, I can't make up my mind. I got the Big Sky Blackfoot, which is a river, and the Founders Dual Wrap. But I think, I think, I brought you a cigar for your man's card, so here you go. You can have. Oh, thank you so much. The Year of the Wabbit. <laughs> I'm so unprepared. That's out. All right. I think I'm going to have the dual wrap because I want to show off. Hopefully, we'll show off that really cool stand over there. And I have the uh, Founders Candela, and uh, I, I fell in love with this at PCA. It's the, it's, I don't think they had a, a Candela before. Yes, and they, they did. Yep, they did. It, it, that they was did have a Candela before, but the new. Year. That's been the same. That was the same, basic same blend. So. Okay. It's the only cigar that they didn't re-blend. Okay, well. They got it right the first time because this is a damn good cigar. That is my favorite Can first cigar of the day. And you know what was neat about that Candela was that was, wasn't was even one that was blended for them. And that was one that the the uh, factory guys just used to make for themselves to smoke. The Candela? Yeah. The Candela. Nice. And, you know. And Angelo these, found it and liked it. It liked it. And. And it's yeah. become a hit, and it is absolutely one of the best Candelas out there. Angelo so, found it? So, yeah, what happened was is they wanted to bring a new cigar uh, to market it before the 2022 uh, PCA. They were discussing all these things, these ideas they had. And <clears throat> so he was talking to the, the manufacturer and said, hey, what do you guys recommend? What are your guys smoking? And they said, man, all our guys, they, they roll this Candela. It's a factory. You know, something we, they all make it here. But it, it, it really just our, our rollers smoke it. That's the cigar they want. And so Angelo said, hey, send me up a, a couple of those to try. And he got them and sent me a few samples. And it's exactly like Ken said. It's a great cigar. Yeah, we smoked and those we things. We smoked those samples and, and they were man. great. But it was actually the cigar that the employees rolled for themselves. Yeah. And that's how Angelo found it. Is he was just started asking the right questions and that was the you know, the outcome of it. So yeah, every everything else was reblended, but that one 
Stayed the same because the same. you can't change perfection. <laughs> no, nope. when you got it good, you just keep it that way. So let's get into it. Beards and cigars. Um, I think we're going to roll right to Jake uh, for the opening comments on beards and cigars. I think Jake has probably got the longest and, and probably the oldest beard among us. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How long, how long have you been growing I, your beard? I don't know how oldest beard but he See, is <laughs> so i shaved smooth yeah i've seen his picture i've seen i shaved smooth 18 months ago this january will be two years so you're 18 months on your beard yeah that's about 18 months 18 this, months this is 12 months this yeah. is sep- this year this month september so this is you is know one year yeah it's been trimmed no, this, this one is is i have the oldest beard then because mine i've kept for the last five years. Oh, I've had a beard. I, I, I just just trim, just get it trimmed. Right? Yeah, I shaved it just shorter. But yeah, I've had a. I mean, I've had a beard for almost ten years now. Yeah, some so, degree. Some kind. But yeah. This, but I trim mine. I lose about two inches off my beard every six months. Okay. Because I go in about every six months and they trim it, and you, you know, so I lose that distance. But so why then? You 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 mentioned before the show you were going to take three inches off. Why so, three this time? Because if I look, you can't tell on the camera, but the last, I don't know, yay much, it's super thin. It does, it's just not as thick. So I just have them go in and, and knock it off, and I've waited a little extra long this time to give it all growth. But they're, they're not going to get rid of the thickness. It's just the, you know, it's just like when your hair grows, right? You have straggle, you know, straggly hairs. It's the same thing with your beard. So, so yeah. what do we think the attraction is with beards and cigars? Why do so many people who smoke cigars... Or in the cigar industry have beards because I would say I see more beards in the cigar industry and PCA is proof of that. Yeah, than when any you other beards of cig- yeah, yeah beards, beards of PCA. Of PCA. I couldn't even get all the photos. It's because no. they're ugly, huh? That's because they're ugly. No, no, no. Ken opened the door, so we're gonna walk through it, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Ken opened the door. Wait a minute. Ken had a beard. And it was actually coming in good, pretty was, good. Yeah, he pretty was looking good. sharp, and he chose to shave it. It's, Ken, you want to tell us why you chose to shave it? It's something called a work-life balance. And if your wife hates your beard, and and there's there's only so much of that that you can you can have in your life, and the balance tends to go the wrong way. Oh. You gotta you gotta this, balance it back out again. So I've had this goatee like a, for yeah. since I was in high school. And if I shave the goatee, you can see I have not the greatest chin in the world. This goatee gives me some manhood right there. It gives me some testosterone. So I keep that. You know. It okay. Is a, but a goatee is still a beard. Okay. There yeah, you go. There's actually if you look you have a, a beard. Yeah. Sure. Very tiny beard. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the thing is, a lot of guys, like I'll say this though, a lot of people understand how much, how, how long it takes to get one. And then you have ugly phases, mm-hmm. you know, and that's yeah. where a lot of guys, they bail, like their they beard bail. isn't doing what they want. It doesn't look right. They've got a patch here or there and they go, oh, I don't like it. They get rid of it. The thing is, you got to give it time. You just got to give us some time. Give us some love. You know, use some good quality products. You got to use, know? use a good, for, for, for first starters, start using a good beard balm and a good beard well, oil. Well, before we get into the salon tips, let me just say this. A, a big beard is a kick-ass feature for a man. It's very manly. It's very attractive to women, a certain type of woman. And 
it, it adds a lot as you get up there in years. You might not you might not have those Brad Pitt looks. Those might be fading a little bit, but you put a beard in place, that that makes a difference. It it, it, it rebalances everything a little bit. Is that I think he just called us all old. I think, I think that's I what sure I heard too. I think that's what I heard. Well, I'll that's say this I though. Heard. I thought that was a compliment. You know, at the, at, you know here's mine. That was a compliment. <laughs> at, at, you know, yeah. at my size, I can pull off a beard. I would look funny without it. You guys wouldn't even know what to do if I walked in here shaved. <laughs> Actually, here. You know what? While we're having this, I bet you I can find you a photo of me without a beard. Oh, I don't want to see that because that's almost going to be as bad as when you wear the dress. <laughs> We need to comment. So if you haven't know, watched previous. Uh, oh, we'll have the comments by the time this airs. Yes. You know, and I'm, I'm going to tell you because I got a little secret weapon on comments. Yes. That's being deployed on Monday. I have. A, and I talked to another guy on some secret weapons. So I definitely have a secret weapon on getting more comments that's going to be deployed on Monday. We'll probably hit our goal for 50 comments on our NFL podcast on Monday. So, uh, so here you go. Here's the last time I didn't have a beard. You're going to have to send this to Ken so he can I am. It. But this is the last time I didn't have a beard. I think I was 12. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I was about 12 in that photo playing with uh, bear cubs. So to to, well, to the people who are just see, listening, so picture a 12 year old child holding a bears in the holding a black bear, bear cub. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll make sure I send that photo to Ken. But yeah, there you go. So and those aren't a mountain either. Make sure you put a mic up. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, the mic. Me and the mic don't get along. But uh. Me and the cigar. No, so I mean, for the beard, yeah, you're right. There's a, I mean, there's like, that's actually really surprising when you walk around PCA, the number of people that have beards. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of have, there there were some really killer beards there. There were some phenomenal beards at PCA. See, this is, this is why I have the problem with the microphone is that all you jackasses are (laughs) on the right side. Right-handed, and I'm left-handed, so I get to smoke like this and run into this damn thing. All I heard is that sounds like a complaint. fucking personal problem to me. <laughs> you want to switch? You want to swap seats with me? St- you want to swap seats with Ken? No. <laughs> it's warm. I've warmed it up quite a bit. Yeah, I've yeah, heard I'm from down here. Sure, I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so, knew this no. show was going to go off the railroad tracks. I just knew it. So, no, but as far as the beard goes, you know, yeah, you see a lot of them. But it's, that's the thing. It's like good quality product, time. Time. And, tr- and, and you really do have to – it takes care. Care. I mean, every yeah. day – I have to trim a little bit around the edges because you get those little wild. I mean, bougie, bougie. (laughs) Not bougie. You You go to sleep, you wake up, you shower, you brush it, throw some stuff in it, rinse and repeat. Keep all those clippers away from it, and you'll have a monster beard. Give yourself another five years, and you will have those hairs that grow out your eyebrow like go hey, ten not my feet. Eyebrow. I'm talking about. My I'm beard. talking about beard too. Sometimes <laughs> I'll get a hair that overnight will grow straight out. <laughs> like three inches. I will say, uh, Jake is 100% right. Especially yes. in the early stages, 
you're going to have a very awkward stage with your beard. You're not going to be happy with it. You're not going to like it. You do, and I know this from personal experience, I, I hit it about the four to six month mark. Yep. It was so awkward. I couldn't do anything with it, no matter how much product I put in it, no matter how much beard oil or balm or blow dryer I took to it. It was curly. It was poofy. It just I couldn't get it to do anything it needed to do. Children were uh, mistaking you for Santa Claus. We got a battery issue there? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Do we need to pause and reclip? We do. We do. Pause! Oh, man, All right, we're back, and we're talking about salon products. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> we're talking about salon products for your beard. So, well, let's 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 uh, let's throw some shout-outs. What are some beard oil and balm companies that we use and recommend? Well, like I said before, while we were still off, my barber, who is a who has a very nice beard. He does. He makes his he makes his own beard oil, and whatever that oil is you're looking up, I know it's in there because it absolutely helps moisturize the skin underneath, yep. and it keeps the bo- and the beard nice and it's thick. So my understanding, Jake, yep, Scotty, correct me if I'm wrong, Ken, you won't know, but. <laughs> Um, my understanding is the beard oil is for your skin underneath the beard. Yes. Mm-hmm. It keeps your skin healthy and hydrated so that it doesn't get flaky and itchy. Because anybody who's ever tried to grow in a beard knows you get to that three-month mark, it's itchy. Yeah. And so, right, it's uncomfortable. So the catch is when you're growing your beard, stay away from balm. balm so there's oil, butter, balm. Right? So... Oil has the lightest quantity of your beard, right? It's not going to weigh your beard down. Butter's kind of an in-between. Balm is for, more for sculpting your beard, the shape, and all that kind of stuff, right, right? Right, So when you're growing your beard, don't get sucked into butters and balms until your beard has enough length and weight to pull itself, right? Then you need something else. In the beginning, oil is important, and you should actually oil your beard with it slightly damp when you get out of the shower. So, you know, towel off like you normally do, like you dry your hair, dry your face, dry your beard. But there's still that little bit of moisture in your beard. Oil your beard. How to oil your beard depends on how long it is and how your face takes the oil. But usually a safe rule of thumb is use, most beard oil has an eyedropper, some of them don't. Right. So I always say, tell everybody, use about a thumbnail, your thumbnail, is your guide and about how much oil to put onto your beard and massage it into your face. It just and it depends on the length of your beard. It, it does, too. but I'm saying like when right. you're first starting, when you're in that first four to six months right, when you right. get that itchy phase. That's about a way to do it. And then do that every day. And the other side And is, don't listen to your wife bitching at you because it looks awful right. because <laughs> eventually it's gonna look good and she's gonna is, like it. Well the other side with that is when you do that the other mistake people make is don't wash it every day with soap. That's right? the big thing. Because I was, it dries your face out. That's what I was like, going to say. I'll is, tell you this, and this it freaks people out. I wash my beard every 10 days. I use I use a beard shampoo yep. that's pH balanced for your face, that's high quality, and every 10 days. And if rinse it out good every day because you're putting oil in it, but you'll find that your skin actually is happier... Without you washing it every day. Right. 
Fact, there's on, really... on day nine. There's a bird yeah. in there. There's a potato chip. There's a snack for later. That's that's a food saver part of it. <laughs> one of the one of the other things I'd say too is if you're especially if you're when you're graduating to butters and balls, you need to make sure you're using it's called uh, it's K O K U M butter. Mm. Right. Can you cut? Does that need a link at the bottem? Do people need to buy this? No, it's just no, no, it's, no, it's, no. A, it's an ingredient in you beer butters. Make, and oh, okay. You want to make sure you that sure you have that. Have, Not everybody does. I understand. You want to look at the back of the but what that whatever actually does, one, whatever company it is, and make sure that ingredient is in yeah, there. Yeah, because what that actually does is that actually helps heal your beard from uh, outside damages, heat, cold, you know, all that stuff that bothers your beard. That actually helps strengthen your beard and makes it grow better. Not every product. Not every product out there every butter it's it's only in butters and bulbs not everybody has it the other thing i'll tell you this is you know you guys know i came from south dakota where it's really warm year round right uh you know we have two seat there's two seasons in south dakota there is freeze to death and sweat to death because south dakota is a weird spot it sees minus 60 in the winter and 110 in the summer don't get me started on how that happens but when it's cold like that if you're trying to grow your beard you would actually want to put a butter or a balm on it earlier to help preserve from that harsh environment. Right. Yeah. Right. But so, yeah, a couple good companies. Like I use one company exclusively now, and I use Badass Beard Care. Veterinone out of California, super good dudes. Every time I order the scents, they're always the same. You know, from time to time, they have, I don't know, 20 choices. Like I've got 18 of them in my cabinet at any time. Um, I use them. Now, I used somebody else for the longest time. And not that I had any issue with the other other company. I switched to Badass because it was veteran-owned. And I really enjoy them. That being said, here very soon, which you'll be able to get on Toro Cigar's website, you're going to begin to see the first of a series of Bearded Cigar Lover Beard Oil and Beard Bowl. Nice. I will not tell you what the scent is until they use it first, though. Nice. Looking forward to it. Yep. I, I use your I use your other company. The other company, yep. And it's um Live Bearded. Live Bearded. Yep. And he, Jake turned me on to it very early on in my, my beard growth journey and I loved it and I tried badass beer beard um care. Care and I just couldn't get I just couldn't find the same scent in the beard oil and butter that i yeah. really enjoy from live bearded i just i know that this john the one that i use he he hand makes that and sells it just in his shop it's lion's head barber shop so if you're in norfolk or in this area of virginia beach go check out lion's head because they're great barbers and he's got a fantastic beard he does and he's the only person i trust to cut my beard by the way when i get it trimmed right <laughs> like that I, is the only guy so that he cuts here, my pro hair tip, pro yeah. beard tip if you go to a barber without a beard find a new barber <laughs> right. fair enough that and he does every two weeks i go is there any other man topic that we have? Because, you know, I'm feeling a little left out. Left out? A little left out? Yeah. You have well, a beard? You, you just don't oil it. All right. How about 
What else have we got? Alcohol. You 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 should like that. Yeah. I do like alcohol. And we got like a, a Hoot and Young, a bottle of Hoot and Young. We've talked about this a little bit. Uh, Hoot and Young makes alcohol besides cigars, cigars yeah. which are freaking wonderful. They make bourbon. They make bourbon. Which is alcohol. And um, that's a fine alcohol that I do enjoy. That's How does shame. that relate for, to cigars? For that, for that matter, you got Room 101 gin. Gin. You've got Dissident. Dissident bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah, we've yeah. we've enjoyed that great a that great deal. That one's good. We enjoyed that very much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I have not, and I, I did not, not give Levi shit the other night on Instagram about not sending us that bottle. Yeah. Well, I should call him later and give him shit. No, he said it's because we didn't meet the minimum order at PCA. I, we already oh, had well. two bottles, right? We had one. We had one bottle. Okay. One bottle of Dissident. Well, we were gonna get a second one me. at PCA. Come here, sweet. But. Okay. We didn't meet the minimum order. We didn't. But, come we, here. Yeah, it was a. Come here. But yeah, cigars and bourbon go hand in hand. Come you here. You know, the cool thing about come cigars here. and bourbon is they yeah. both have tasting notes. Right. And it gets very easy to either complement or contrast right. cigars with bourbon. Correct. And right. Yeah. So, like, sometimes, say, if you have, like, a Maduro type with a dark chocolate, you might want a more fruit forward bourbon you know something like a woodford reserve double oak love that would, one of my favorites and it is a great bourbon just to to pair with almost most cigars because it has some of the fruits and fruity notes it's got a little vanilla and oak and all of that stuff complements but like in contrast sometimes i like to have uh, a gin or even tequila right. as a contrast to it because it has the opposite notes right. of what the cigar has. Yep. And the other thing that complements cigars that a lot of people talk about is, and this is, you get it, uh, this is a shout out for Joey, is good craft beer. Yeah. There's some great craft beers out Actually, there. Actually, you know, you are, really you are absolutely right on that because I have enjoyed several cigars with some really great beers and beer not just every beer but certain beers and like an ale maybe or a uh ipa or a um oh come on now what am i trying to think of the fruity one while you're thinking of that we we actually have some friends who brew and there's there's very little more manly than brewing beer. There's also very little that would connect you with your ancestors more deeply than making one of the first human products. Yeah, now, actually, I will tell you this personally. Taught, taught my sons. I I started brewing beer 25, th- almost 30 years ago, and now I have my sons and my brother all brew beer now for me, and we're all German descent. So, talk about. So. Yeah. You really want a good cigar drink? Get you some real good moonshine. And a real good cigar. <laughs> this Screw is... all that 95 proof crap. Go get you a real bottle of good moonshine. Put some hair on your chest. Let your balls <laughs> drop an extra inch. And smoke your cigar. <laughs> there goes Mike. That'll do it. If you lost your this, man I card. Don't, I don't drink much, but I do like a good moonshine. If, and man, some of those moonshines are just so damn... They don't even taste like 
alcohol. No. They, they will make you yeah, there's like a, couple, a peach you, cobbler. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a couple of them. If you get them, you're in trouble. Yeah. But <laughs> I will say. Before you know it. <laughs> but, you know, cigars, bourbon. And if you really want to have some fun, go out in the country, have some cigars, some moonshine, and start shooting a little bit. Oh, there we go. And scotch. Who's Come packing? On. Who's packing? I did not put my, I do not have my gun on me today. Am I out of my house? Well, there's your answer. There you <laughs> I am packing. I am carrying today. No, I left, I put it. Did you get your permit yet? No, that's part of the reason why. There you go. I don't, I do not carry unless I have my permit. So, those guys, obviously, we all we're all two way friendly around here. We all smoke cigars. Most of us drink. I don't. I probably drink the least out of everybody here a couple times a year at most. If you're gonna smoke cigars and drink alcohol, leave your gun at home. Don't Please. go to the lounge and do it. Nobody wants it there. Yep. That is not the place for it. Be responsible. Yep. You know, I don't care what you shoot. I don't care what you carry. I'll laugh at you if you break out a twenty-two, but I'll still help share a cigar with you. But the reality is. There's a time and a place for it. Right. And if you want to carry, don't drink and do something stupid. Most right. states, it's illegal. It's illegal. To drink and carry. Right. But Even with a permit. Even with a permit. But forget the legality of it for a minute. Let's just be, you know, reasonable humans for a minute. <laughs> you know? And I right. mean, we all goof off a bunch, and I'm the biggest goof off of probably everybody here. But if you're going to do it, be responsible. Understand what you're carrying. Know how to use it. Take a little bit of time. Go to the range every month. Make sure you can actually hit something. You're not John Wick. Hit something sure, that you're aiming for, sure, right? Make sure right. you know your Hitting gun. something make is not sure the issue. you know your gun. You can take it apart. You know, put it back together. To do it. You know, that's my thing is like you, you see all these guys carry and you know they're not shooting at all. And it's like, you know, you know what's going to happen. Something's going to happen. They're going to think they're John Wick and you're going to hit somebody innocent. Understand. You're responsible. You're responsible. I don't carry, like, people, I get told this. I've got, I actually had a lady tell me this the other day, and I just had to walk away. She goes, you carry because you want to shoot somebody. Absolutely not. That is the furthest from the truth. As a veteran, and a lot of my veteran buddies that carry, we carry because we want to protect everybody because we all took an oath, and that oath didn't stop when we got out of the military. And it's just who we are naturally, and it's we're going to do it. But we also understand the ramifications Right. Of what that is. Right? You so, should if you if you own a gun with the intention on hoping to shoot somebody, do me a favor, go sell the damn thing. Actually call me, I'll buy it off you so I can pistol whip you with it <laughs> because you're an idiot. And make sure if you do carry you have a good insurance policy because you will, you go, will go to jail. You will go. Doesn't matter whether. Even if it's a justifiable, justifiable shoot, you're shooting, going to you're jail. You're going to jail. You're Yo. going to jail. But how long you stay there depends on what kind of legal help you have. You have. But like cigars, I mean, yeah, I know tons of, like, we all know guys that hunt. We all know guys that shoot. And Be love, responsible. I, was, I mean, and cigars, I yeah. cigars and, and firearms actually have quite a lot in common when it comes to regulation. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. if you enjoy smoking cigars and, and you follow us or, or any one of us up here or the cigar industry as a whole, you know that we're constantly under uh, attack and, and scrutiny from 
the federal government and from local, state, and city ordinances about when, how, where you can buy and smoke and enjoy cigars. And the Second Amendment is no stranger to any of that, right? Right. So they kind of go hand in hand. They have a lot in common. The two uh, segments of society have a lot in common when it comes to regulation. Look at at its ATF. Yes. Alcohol, tobacco, Tobacco and and firearms. firearms. And those are the three topics we're talking about. Three topics we're talking about on all of them. But alcohol is really leveled off. There's no new attacks daily on alcohol. Alcohol is settled in. It got settled in the, what, 50s and 60s? Yeah. Pretty much for the most part. Unless you're a moonshiner running to the mountains or something, you're pretty safe. Right. So the government's fairly happy because they get to tax everything on alcohol. So now they just want to do the same thing with tobacco and obviously with, you know, with gun control. And, and let it be known also, we're not totally opposed, this group up here at least, isn't totally opposed to some level of gun control. We no. definitely want to keep guns out of the hands of the wrong people, right? But at the end of the day, it's a right. It's written into the Constitution. It is the Second Amendment. It is your right to bear arms to protect yourself, your family, and, and the people that you and, love. And that's and the only with. reason that I have a gun. Yep. And I want to be able to, if we're in a, in a situation where my... God forbid you have to use it. I right. have to use it. And God, I don't ever want to have to use it. Not in that sense. I, I, would, I enjoy going to a range and shooting. I enjoy that. But, you know... Make a list of the people. I thought that was something that we learned really from that is to make a list of those important people that you are willing to pull that gun for. Yeah, there's there's three aspects to every gunfight. There's the actual gunfight itself. And then there's the legal battle that immediately starts. That starts immediately after the first gun battle. Yep. The first shot fired. And then there's the emotional battle and scarring you're going to have to deal with for the rest of your life. Nobody wants to shoot anybody. Mm. But if you have to, to defend yourself or a loved one, then you should be able to and do I'm that. I'm going to say this. If you ever have to, God forbid you do. I hope that nobody I know has to deal with it. When you're done and you get done with the legal battle, go get psychological help. Yep. Go talk to somebody. Don't let that eat you. You know, as a veteran who deals with PTSD, the stigma of silent and quiet behind the scenes needs to change. That and is one, one of the best advi- to, pieces of advice you gave me yeah. that helped me quite a bit with PTSD was is to talk. Just to is to not make it not to not make it a secret. Right. Because, so there's a guy yeah. named Dr. John King. He wrote a book. It's, it's the hashtag. It says deal with it. And uh, when I was really bad off, I reached out to him on Instagram. I didn't think anything would ever come of it. Sent this guy a message, read his book. My wife's read his book. It actually gave us a lot of insight. And he, he gave me a piece of advice. And uh, this is a piece of advice I share with veterans all the time. That kind of anger and self-hatred, that, that is what that is, right? Depression is you mad at yourself for things, right, that you can't let go. It can't live in the light. It can only thrive in the darkness. So 
have those conversations. So if you ever have to use your firearm, and it, you are not weak, I'm going to tell you this right now, you are not weak going to talk to somebody afterwards. You are doing what is best for you mentally, the best for your family, the best for your friends, to get that help so you can be the person that you were. You know, carrying that weight will eat you alive. Yep. Absolutely. In fact, I would argue that it's not weak, it's strong. If you've got the fortitude to go talk to somebody, right. you're showing strength, not weakness. And you're not going to like everything they have to say, but it's going to help in the end. So, Ken, you don't carry. No, not at this moment. My The, the gun I would like is uh, the 50 caliber um, <clears throat> Desert Eagle. So, uh, wanna, he wants it's kind of hard to hide that one. That, hey, that? I can conceal carry that. Why can't you? <laughs> I can conceal <laughs> it in a backpack. <laughs> no, I've got nothing against concealed carry. Uh, I'll probably get a concealed carry permit in the future. It's just uh, not in the books right now. I live in a super safe neighborhood. That's number one. That's a wonderful thing. And it, it exists here in the United States. I live in a place where I don't have to lock my doors. That's that's a wonderful thing. But we don't all live there. And and if you live in a place where you have to lock your doors at night, you, you need to have something to defend yourself because, you know, it, it's important to do that. It's your personal responsibility to defend yourself because the police aren't, aren't coming in the next 10 minutes. You can call them, but, but in the meantime, you need to take responsibility for yourself, and a gun helps that a great deal. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. What other main topics? We missing anything else? Well, we've talked about it. We've talked about beards. We've talked about alcohol and cigars. And we've talked about guns and cigars and how they kind of intertwine. What we got a great deal of stuff on the front <clears throat> table that we got to say thank you God, for and talk about. Talk about that right there. The that right there. So Washington. everybody else has to figure out what that is. Hold on. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Pull it up now. Pull it up. Because we're smoking founders. Well, some of us are smoking founders. Well, two of us are. Yes. And so, this. First of all, let's give a shout out to Joey. to Joey from Veterans of the Leaf right. for getting these made for Founders Cigars as a thank you for Joey going to PCA and helping Founders. That's the, that is the cigar rest. What? Yes. It's a cigar stand. It's Washington, and then you can lift it up. And it is a cigar can't, stand. Can't really see it from here. Ken will put a graphic on the, the <laughs> uh, podcast, I'm sure. The details are amazing. I mean, you wouldn't even. Uh, it it looks beautiful. it looks almost lifelike. Yeah. It's it a is. it's a it it appears to be like a, a marble bust, but um, you couldn't you couldn't get in a more accurate depiction right there. Yeah. If you yeah, go to Toro, special, if you go yeah. to Toro Instagram or my Instagram or Ken's or Jake's or even Scotty's, we we have these pictures on there close-ups you can get some really good idea of what this thing really looks like and how it works as a cigar rest because it's it's really a beautiful piece joey did a phenomenal job but there's a way that some at least one person can get that yes but i mean that's going to be long gone by the time this so whoever that is is going to enjoy that that's there you go there you go we're we're doing a we're doing a drawing to give one of these away and by the time this airs, that person will probably already have and be enjoying this. So uh, we, we do that occasionally. We love to do drawings. If you buy five packs or boxes, we, we do giveaways. And this is definitely, this one of these is definitely going to a deserving customer of Toro Cigar Company for sure. 
That's right. So if you see our promotions on Instagram or wherever you're you're watching, uh, it's it's the real deal. We do all of our stuff. It goes out. It it all happens. You can see the winners. You can you can many times they thank us on on that same uh, platform. So participate, and you'll you got a good chance of getting something good. That's right. Yep. What else we got on the table, Ken? Oh, we got we got a big sky cigar ashtray, which we have put ashes in. Because it is a magnificent uh, ashtray, and it was a gift from the guys at Big Scar, uh, Big Big Sky. Big Sky. <laughs> and it's one. It was uh, one of our favorite favorite ashtrays for a long and time. Look, I have a Blackfoot in here too. <laughs> so then we've got some. What's the cigar on that on the far side? Karen Burger. Yeah. That's the Karen Burger. Yes. That's the Habano. Which is, if you haven't smoked anything by her. She is phenomenal. You're missing out. She's phenomenal. She's an awesome woman. Has makes great cigars. And then I think this is probably one of Mike's new favorites on this side. It's the El Pupo. Oh man, that has become my one of my favorite cigars. Absolutely, absolutely. They, they knocked it out of the park with that one. And then we got some uh, the Founders Five Pack there sitting in the middle. Yep, right. sit right down front. If you haven't tried Founders cigars. Get the five pack. Yep. You're going to find, I guarantee you, you'll find two or three cigars minimum in there that you really enjoy. You know, because they, they did such a good job with that five pack of hitting all of the, you know, different strengths with different tasting notes. So you really have five but, very distinct cigars with five very distinct tasting notes. Absolutely. And, and that's... That's one of the cool things. Like, I'm going to say this, because I know, like, you know, you, you know, you guys are getting doing more and more sample packs on Toro. Sample packs, I think, are the best way to buy cigars. If you're, if you, if, especially to try a new company. Right. Because you could get a couple of each of their sticks and really get a good feel of what that company has. You know? Because you don't know, you know, you don't want to buy a, a, a five-pack of one or a box of one cigar to try it. I mean, that, that's an investment. But if you buy a, like a sample pack, you get a really good, you know, selection from that company. And I mean, yep. you guys have done a great job, honestly, Mike, with the yep. Big Sky cigar sample pack where you can try all the stuff Big Sky has. You know, there's the the veteran sample pack that's out there currently that has a mix of a, a mix, mix of no. you know veteran cigar companies, but it's like. Honestly, probably some of the best cigars each company makes. All right. Uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's mine. Mine is live now. It's the Total Noob. It's for people who who just who just trying to explore this territory of smoking cigars. There's there's uh, five great cigars to start with. There's a little description of how how to smoke the five pack. If you want to get started, if you want to explore this territory, that's a great place to start. And it's the it's the least expensive one. Of all of them, so it's not a it's not a huge investment. Has mine gone up yet? Yours is be up, yours will be up this week. Yeah. By the time this airs, it'll be. This up. it's a I have a coffee one. I I love coffee, so I put one that was interesting that kind of gives you a broad broad look at a different type of cigars that you can actually enjoy with coffee. Yeah. Not not just. Typically Connecticut, which is what most people think 
Yeah, and I I've got a sample pack up there on San Andreas rappers. Right. So all all, all all my all favorite San Andreas rappers from our humidor sample pack. And they're all good. And they're too. all phenomenal. And mm-hmm. then Jake has got another one that he sent me. That'll be on the website by the time this airs. Also, both of yours will be on the site. And I don't even remember what I sent them. I, just, <laughs> I picked my favorites. I said, like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Well, if It'll I be good. to pick my favorites, it would, pro- it would almost be Big Sky. Almost exclusively because I just love every single one of their cigars. Yeah. I mean, well, we don't have anything in the humidor that all four of us don't like. No, and for for cigar. that for that matter, Black Label in there, good God, oh, that's yeah. one of my favorite companies. I mean, there is nothing in that that lineup that I don't like. Yep. Warfighter. We have the S and R sample pack up, so if you haven't yep. had a an S and R uh, stick yet, you can get a sample pack with one of those and and a couple of other Black Works in there. There's a Poison Dart sample pack. We have, that's not up yet, but okay. we have, we're, that'll come yeah. up. That All one right. was amazing. But yeah, so, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, getting into this, trying a new experience, connecting with other people, that's what cigars are about. Yeah, we're laughing and joking about, you know, different things for, for men, but one of the things is camaraderie, right? Having those friends. You know, family is not who you were born with. It's just not. I mean, I know too many guys that have little relationship to no relationship with their families, but they've got five or six brothers they can call on that mean more to them than their family. Yep. And that's what cigars are. You know, you can go into a cigar lounge. I say this a lot. Religion doesn't matter. Politics don't matter. Who you choose to sleep with or don't choose to sleep with doesn't matter. You're there. You have a, you have a common bond in cigars, and you can have those conversations the right way right you know it was and and just to emphasize that yesterday i was at at a lounge and there were i don't know 35 people in there and i knew all 35 of those people and i know that i have shook their hands i have had conversations with every single one of them and had interactions with them and they've all been positive right so as part of being a man is, you know, it's easy. We like to hide. I think it's a guy thing, right? We like to be left alone. We like to be left in our own little bubble. But I will say part of it is getting out of that bubble and creating those relationships. Right. And and that cigar and, is, and a, great, the is cigar a great is a great equalizer. Bridge. You know, you'll yeah. never see. The thing I like about cigar lounges is you never see a fist fight, unlike a bar. Facts. You know, you don't have all the drama that you have in bars. And everybody can have a good time. Yep. And it's really, you know, men need brotherhood in their lives, you know. Probably it, more so than than they we realize. I think so, definitely. So you need that brotherhood. You know, some people um, get it through work. Some people get it through church. Um, you know, some people get it through cigars. Uh, we get ours through cigars as well as other factors. But you can't just have your family. You can't just have work, you know, you need some balance in your life. And the Brotherhood of Cigars is a great place to be. If you're not there, we, we encourage you, get there. And sisters, they need the same thing. Yep. Need to have good women in their lives. And I think that cigars do the same thing. And also having some women in the lounge with us in their perspective. 
Absolutely. I love that. Especially in the conversation aspect of it. Yep. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, it was a great show. This is a fun topic, man topic. We're going to do this a lot more regularly. So stay tuned. If we didn't talk about something you want to hear about from a man topic, drop a comment below. Let us know what you would love to hear us talk about uh, as far as man topics, and we'll include it on a future show. If you like this broadcast, like, comment, share, and subscribe. We appreciate all the support, and we'll see you guys another time.